Welcome to the VP Live Network. Your 30-second countdown has begun. This show is intended for adults of legal smoking age, and as such, the content is not intended for viewers and listeners under the age of 18. Vapor's Place is in no way responsible for the opinions of any host on the VP Live Network. Please grab a vape, sit back, and enjoy the show. Hi kids, how are we? Um, This this is going to be a little bit of a different show for me. I I have some information that I want to read to you, and I um, have I don't know. I guess a little bit of a of a mini rant. I think. Um, I, uh, I guess the, the first thing that, that I think I would like to say is, um, there are some people, um, I don't, I don't even know how I want to say this cause I'm, I'm trying to, I'm trying to say this. As as nicely as possible, I guess, um, which is really unusual for me. Um, this is take this as this nice little um, bless your heart, because here is the thing: um, the biggest thing. The biggest thing that you should know about VP Live is this. All of the hosts on this network have their own thing. Okay? We are all very, very different. We all have very, very different platforms we have very different personalities we have very different opinions to take the opinion or the actions of one host on vp live and accredit that to all of us does nothing but show your actual ignorance of the host on this network one of the reasons that I came and did a show on this network was because Kevin said to me, Jeannie, your show is your show. Do it however you want. Fuck what anybody else thinks. Okay? That's why I'm here. Now, bitching at me about... (laughs) about the actions of someone else is pointless. I can't change them. I'm not going to try to change them. My opinions are my own. And on a lot of the things that have been going on lately, my opinions are not in line with what you have obviously assumed when you're sending me hate mail. So, fuck off. Yeah, there's that. I think, yeah, 
See? And I only said it once. I think I did pretty well. So anyway, um, now now that I've, you know, now that I've said that, sorry folks, let's get back to what I originally had planned tonight. Um, I got something sent to me. And I'm going to do a bit of reading from it. And I'm sure that when I do a bit of reading on this, um, I'm probably going to stop and um, have an aneurysm. Um, but I, uh, it's pretty, pretty fucking disturbing, guys. Now, Here's this. FDA's proposed regulations clarification of when products made or derived from tobacco are regulated as drugs, devices, or combination products. Amendments to regulations regarding intended uses. So you see where we're going already tonight, guys? Does everybody see where we're going? Yeah. Strap on, kids. Oh, shit. I need to turn my mic down. This shit is clipping. I don't mean for it to be clipping. But okay. So. <clears throat> just so people understand what we're against. Up against, rather. Here's this. November the 18th, 2015. Docket number FDA 2015 N 2002. UCSF TCORS. Yeah. Yeah. Did you, did you hear those letters? UCSF? Huh. Guess who that is? All right. Next thing, here we go. Cessation and satisfaction claims cause confusion for consumers. So any products making such claims should be regulated under the FDA's drug device authorities. The FDA's proposed rule attempting to clarify when products made or derived from tobacco should be regulated as drugs, tobacco products, or modified risk tobacco products is a necessary and positive step towards minimizing confusion for consumers and thereby protecting the public health. Fuck you, Stanton Glance. Just fuck you, you lying bastard. Currently, many non-cigarette products that are made or derived from tobacco, such as e-cigarettes, cigars, smokeless tobacco, chew, and snus, make marketing claims, either explicit or implicit, that communicate that they are frequently used and are intended to be used or can be used to help quit smoking, to alleviate nicotine cravings, or to provide the same nicotine hit or satisfaction as conventional cigarettes. Some alternative products make other unsubstantiated therapeutic claims that they de deliver vitamin, boost energy, cure sleeplessness, and aid weight loss. 
These claims confuse consumers and lead them to think that these products, like other FDA-approved cessation products such as nicotine gum or patches or other drugs and supplements, such as sleeping pills and multivitamins, are effective for cessation, treating nicotine addiction and withdrawal, or managing vitamin deficiencies, and are harmless or less harmful than cigarettes. That manufacturers sometimes accompany these obvious therapeutic or modified risk claims with legalese disclaimers to evade regulation does not cure the problem. <clears throat> yeah, there's that. Now, I know I'm not speaking for everyone here. But I got to tell you, I was smoking two and a half packs of cigarettes a day when I quit smoking. Two and a half packs a day. Never was able to quit prior to that. Picked up an e-cig and I was done. So, you know, and, and, I, and I won't say that word that Upstomp says I pronounce incorrectly. Anyway. And Ed the Green, um, this is pretty much the whole show. So if if you don't want your blood pressure to be 190 when you get to work, you, you might want to just stop listening to this replay now. Just saying. The FDA's final rule should clearly and directly provide that any and all claims made about products, including claims distributed in both conventional, and folks, really, listen to this, and new social media formats that either explicitly or implicitly suggest that the product can or might be useful for smoking cessation to cure or treat nicotine, nicotine addiction to provide the same satisfaction, nicotine fix, and other pleasures of smoking, or for other therapeutic uses, shall be regulated under the FDA Drug Device Authority. Yes, and that is, a, yeah, somebody just pointed out in chat that they are trying to say the internet forums are advertising. Yes, Angela, that is exactly what they're trying to say. That is what they're trying to say. That's what they're trying to imply. And that's what they're trying to steamroll into this regulation. Okay. So, yep, pay attention, folks. The proposed rule's reliance on the basic statutory definition of drugs and devices and the two-pronged test that would treat a product made or derived from tobacco as a drug or device if it is either 1. intended for use in diagnosing, curing, mitigating, treating, or preventing disease. The disease prong. Or, number 2, Intended to affect the structure or function of the body in any way that is different from effects of nicotine that were customarily claimed in marketing prior to the March 2000 Brown and Williamson decision. The structure function prong is appropriate. However, any marketing claims made prior to March 2000 
would necessarily have been made prior to the August 2006 legal decision, the United States versus Philip Morris, which uncovered the tobacco industry's 50-year history of defrauding the public about the physiological and addictive effects of nicotine. Therefore, the FDA's proposal does not go far enough. The FDA should also consider claims suggesting that a tobacco product will provide the same satisfaction or nicotine hit as conventional cigarettes and or provides an alternative way to get the same pleasures of smoking to fall within its drug and device authority. Huh. Now, folks, how are we? Are, is anybody surprised right now? In two previous comments to the FDA, incorporated herein, we presented evidence of cessation claims made by the company selling and manufacturing e-cigarettes and other tobacco products. Here we provide additional scientific evidence and examples of cessation and other therapeutic claims made by manufacturers of e-cigarettes and other non-cigarette products made or derived from tobacco. Moreover, we demonstrate that consumers are confused by these claims and we show that these claims fall within the FDA's drug and device authority because... Oops, sorry, I forgot to mute my phone. There we go. Sorry. Phone. Phone muted. <laughs> you like that? Yes, I have Pink Floyd as a ringtone. Uh, okay, they should fall within the FDA's drug and device authority because... One, the manufacturers make explicit and implicit claims in advertisements that these products are smoking cessation aids and have other therapeutic uses. Well, that's because they do, you fucking moron. Two, I can say that, by the way, because I am a consumer and not a vendor. But the way Stanton Glantz is wanting this regulation amended um, would make it illegal for me, a consumer, to say such a thing. What the fuck is that? Uh, I bet when Jan read this, her fucking brain exploded. Two, confusing cessation and therapeutic claims are made in both mainstream media as well as in blogs, testimonials, and social media formats that are especially attractive to youth and young adults. Let me read that again, folks. Let me read this again. Confusing cessation and therapeutic claims are made in both mainstream media as well as in blogs, testimonials, and social media formats that are especially attractive to youth and young adults. Yeah. Number three, the placement of e-cigarettes and other alternative tobacco products near smoking cessation devices in retail stores confuses consumers. Four, cessation and therapeutic claims influence adult, older adult, 
and adolescent smokers' misperceptions about the supposed benefits and relative harms, risks, and addictive properties of e-cigarettes and other non-cigarette products. These claims confuse consumers, lead them to believe that the products are safe and effective, like FDA-approved nicotine replacement therapies and other therapeutic purposes, and encourage initiation and ongoing use of non-cigarette tobacco products. Therefore, products made or derived from tobacco that make these claims should be subject to regulation by the FDA as drug, device, or combination product. And... Number five, claims suggest that tobacco products provide satisfaction, a nicotine fix, or other pleasures of smoking are claims about the pharmacological effect of nicotine and therefore should be regulated under the FDA's Drug Device Authority. Now, to, to answer something in chat, um, Stanton Glance was bought by Big Pharma a long fucking time ago. Okay? A long time ago. All of this Peckerhead's funding comes from Big Pharma. And if you and if you don't get that yet, get it now. Number five, claims suggesting that tobacco product provides satisfaction in nicotine fix or other pleasure smoking. Oh, fuck, I already read that. <laughs> I'm telling you. Um, and mind you, we're on page 3 of 29, folks. This is page 3 of 29. Further, we show that many claims made by manufacturers that non-cigarette tobacco products are less harmful than conventional cigarettes should be regulated as a modified risk tobacco claims. Well, fucking no shit, dumbass. We've been asking for a different category for a long time. So, you know, hey, thanks for helping us out on that one thing, you pecker. Number seven, the FDA's economic impact analysis does not appropriately analyze the cost and benefit of the proposed rule. Number eight, the FDA's proposed rule should be modified to strengthen the FDA's ability to protect the public health. Companies should not be permitted to market the physically identical or similar tobacco products as both medicinal and recreational. In such cases, the FDA should regulate both products under its drug device authority to prevent confusion for consumers. The FDA must be vigilant in monitoring the market and ensure that companies do not try to introduce and market physically identical or similar tobacco products that differ only in name and or packaging or nearly identical products under both its Center for Drug Evaluation and Research and its Center for Tobacco Products by making cessation or therapeutic claims about one of the products causing it to be regulated as a drug device and making recreational claims about the other product causing it to be regulated as a tobacco product what the fuck 
Did anybody understand? I didn't even, I didn't understand that. So I'm not going to go reread that because, honest God, I did not, did not understand that. <laughs> to me, that was just a hula hoop. The manufacturers of e-cigarettes and other alternative tobacco products make explicit and implicit claims that these products are smoking cessation aids and have other therapeutic uses. Products that make such claims should be regulated as drugs. Really? That's what he thinks? Really? So... Now, you know, I I really just don't even know. <laughs> now, and here's the thing. We all know that the guy's a, a glorified rocket mechanic. We know that. But what we have to be able to admit is this guy is known to be one of the head researchers. And, and, I, and I say that with little air quotes around it because I think he's a fucking moron. And a leader in tobacco control. Okay? And this is the kind of shit that he is submitting to the FDA. To a bunch of other people. That have patted him on the back for his work towards tobacco control. Keep that in mind, folks. The manufacturers of e-cigarettes and other alternative tobacco products make explicit and implicit claims that these products are smoking cessation aids and have other therapeutic uses. And they should be regulated as drugs. A proliferation of ads and other messages made by e-cigarette companies, including those owned by the top cigarette manufacturers either implicitly or explicitly claim that e-cigarettes will aid conventional smoking cessation. A systematic content analysis of e-cigarette <laughs> All right. A systematic content analysis of e-cigarette web marketing found that 95% of the websites studied between June and July of 2011 made explicit or implicit health-related claims and 64% made explicit smoking cessation claims. A September 15th or sorry, a September 2015 truth in advertising analysis found that of the 159 sites they surveyed, 31% made cessation claims through testimonials, studies, or statements in advertising. 
Reacting to this analysis, five major health groups wrote the FDA on October 14, 2015, urging it to make immediate action to investigate therapeutic smoking cessation claims found on e-cigarette sites and to take prompt and appropriate enforcement and action against those found to be violating the law. All right. Yeah. Yeah. So now, now they're saying that consumer testimonials... represent the company. He is trying to muzzle us as individuals. So not only can... The company's not saying anything. He wants us to not be allowed to say anything. Us. Hold on, somebody's on the phone. Hi, five oh three, who's this? Hello? Hi. Hi, Jeannie. How are you? Hi, this is Lee. Hi Lee, how are you? So uh, we're all kind of disturbed by what you've just been reading because I've spent the last two and a half years really making sure that the calculations on my e juice calculator is top-notch with unlimited amount of flavors. You could add the whole nine yards. And basically everything you said is, is that I'm now could be held responsible for assisting and having a blog and the whole nine yards because it puts a muzzle on me too. So I could be looking at jail time for doing a thing, which, by the way, I don't even charge people to use. Yes. Am I correct? Yes. I mean, this is something that I feel is going a little too far for the Second Amendment. I mean, I have a freedom of speech. I've got, I can't tell you how many thousands and thousands of dollars invested in this calculator, including speaking to chemists and mathematical ingeniouses and paying them out of pocket for this whole experience I have put together. Primarily because I'm a Mac user and eJuiceMeUp does not work on Mac unless you do emulation and then it doesn't work on my iPhone. So I went off and did something that I felt was good. But just because I have that, that puts me in the same category because I'm showing people how to mathematically create their own juice. Yes. So, I don't get it. It's my, I do have a freedom of speech, though. Uh-huh. I think there's a lawsuit that could really happen here. 
Well, I, I'm wondering, I'm wondering why the ACLU isn't isn't you know coming knocking on our door, begging to represent us and and defend us. But you know, hey, what do I know? Hmm, interesting. I mean, I've talked to you many a times, and you know what I've been doing. I mean, through either yourself or through friends of yours, I've pretty much pinged a lot of people. That pretty much also makes VP live. Pretty much anything VP Alive is doing other than some of Russ's weird sense of humor sometimes. It makes it pretty much out the door as well. Uh-huh. Yeah, I mean, and if he got his way, and th- there's that. If If he got his way, would any of these podcasts be allowed? Websites as well. I mean, think about, think about just not only that, I mean, it's just going to force everybody to start using Tor, which is, by the way, dark web. Um, anybody not familiar with it, you better get used to getting familiar with it if this ruling comes through, because that's where pretty much everybody's going to start buying and selling their nicotine juice underground, which at that point, Look at the drug trade of what they've done here in Oregon alone with medicine. It is totally made crack, or I think it's crack is what they use for the acetaminophen. It's made it to where it's killed more people since they've cracked down on acetaminophen in Oregon area because people can't get it. Than what it is the other. So just think of the reverse for us. In nicotine, it is going to. You don't know what you're getting. At least now I know when I buy nicotine from companies, what I'm getting. Mm-hmm. If this goes through and people start buying underground, then you're not knowing what nicotine you're getting at that point, which could be. I don't even think next that. I don't even think that Stanton Glantz has any idea what the dark web is. I think he thinks that's looking at your computer without a light on. Honestly, I think he's that fucking stupid when it comes to reality of daily life. I don't think he has... I'm not saying I I play around too much on there. I mean, I've had a curiosity mind, so I've looked around. I mean, anything that they, laws that they put through just mysteriously just go underground and, and there's nothing they can do to really stop it. The, 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 but that's not the problem I have with this whole thing is, is freedom of speech. I mean, you know how much I had to pay attorneys alone just to get a disclaimer on my site because people are so too happy to literally include if somebody calculates their own juice if they did something wrong or drink it, whatever, that I can't get sued. But the way he writes this law is that all goes out the window. So well, all that money that I've spent just to help people, and I've, I'm not charged anybody. Yeah, I want to charge eventually for advertisement. Yeah, I get it. I get it. But at this moment, I've not, in two years, taken a dime. And it pretty much just kills everything that I've done. What happened to building a business in this country?
I mean, I'm pissed off about it. Don't get me wrong, Jeannie. I understand what you're saying, but it's freedom of speech. I, I believe in that. And they're pretty much putting a muzzle on, on you. They're, they're trying. That's, I mean, and this is the thing. And, and this is what people need to understand. Um, and I'm sorry to a lot of people that are probably going, God, I didn't tune in to hear for this shit. Well, but this is shit you need to hear, folks. Um, this is stuff, this is not our typical, you know, what does Jan calls my show the kitchen table of vaping. Um, but this is not my typical stuff. But this is what is so disturbing. This is what we have going against us and and people really don't realize they think oh well you know i shouldn't say anything you know i don't i don't speak very well well if you don't speak very well write it down on a piece of paper open up a document on your computer and type out what you want to say go back and reread it word for word the next day make some edits to it go back and read it again the day after that and make some edit to edits to it but submit it because you have people like this clown saying that you shouldn't be allowed to say what you want to say. Not not should you not, should a company not be allowed to say it, but you shouldn't be allowed to say it. Right, exactly. So pretty much anything that I know, I mean, even, even if you're just, not even put the muzzle on the doctors, if they want to help somebody at this point, even to go to the dump, they can't say anything at this point. they got to shut their mouth. Uh, pretty much any activist groups that are trying to help people, all those non-smoking ads that they have on TV, those got to go away, too. Everything's got to go away. It's pretty much put the muzzle on everything. Oh, well, no. Um, it's, 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 it's not putting a muzzle on the approved tobacco cessation aids. Didn't you read that? Didn't you listen to that part? Sorry, read it. I'm the one reading it. You're listening. Yeah. Yeah, NRTs NRTs get... Yep, NRTs get a free pass on this. Why is that? Oh, I don't know. Maybe it's because he gets a lot of his funding from the companies that own these NRTs. Who'd have fucking thought? Yeah. I mean, I'm kind of disturbed on this myself. I mean, I, I, I personally should be seeking legal counsel myself if this kind of a wording goes through, just because even though I'm not selling anything, I'm still discussing within it. I do hope to one day have blogs and email lists and that when I have time, but it literally stops all of that as well. It, it stops a lot. I literally, this last week, got a thank you letter for a guy. I helped him get moved to vaping from cigarettes, and he he's now doing zero nick. His whole problem is the hand to mouth. That's the whole thing right there. It's not he's addicted to nicotine. It's the hand to mouth. So there's a lot of other people out there in the same boat. It puts a muzzle on even that person. And what the, what the fuck is this about the chewing tobacco, by the way? I don't get that. I, I've been hearing that lately a lot. What? It's chewing tobacco, this and chewing. Are they trying to outlaw that, too? <laughs> well, 
Um, they are trying to exert more control. Well, okay, Jeannie, I, I, I'm, I'm a little disturbed tonight. I really appreciate you ruining my night. <laughs> I'm but, sorry, Lee. Um, I, I, I'm a little, I'm a little pissed off because you know, I've spent, I can't tell you how many countless hours from this country to another country working with people all over the world, just so that I can create this massive product that I'm not making any money on. That. I now might have to literally shut down um, because. Well, and that's that's not I'm the message. Start talking about. But that's not the message I want you to walk away from this with. That what I want you to get out of this reading is this is what's against us. This is why we cannot give up. This is why we cannot walk away. This is why we must speak. Out. Because if we don't fight this, if we just let these motherfuckers steamroll us, what happens then? We are letting them take yeah. our rights away from us. Don't do not here? go do not what, go what, what, into what? the void quietly and meekly. Oh, I. I don't plan on it, and you already know I'm pretty verbal when I want to be. Um, not as verbal as you, but, yeah. Um, but I don't plan on going quietly. The, the problem here is, is I am one of those kind of people that don't write very well and, you know, don't spend a lot of the time. That's, that's the only reason I don't have blogs is because I don't write that well. But I'm really good with math, right? So, yeah, I don't know. There's got to be something we can do here. Hey, I got to go back into the office here. Can you put me back on hold? Jenny? Yes, sir. Yes, sir, I will. Thanks, Lee. Thank you. Uh, I'm telling you, um, everybody and anybody that's not in the Genie K drinking game where you drink every time I say fuck. Um, yeah, uh, you're going to wish you were by the end of this. Um, Lee, by the way, Lee, um, will you post on my show page on Facebook? Would you post the link, um, to the eLiquid app, please? People are asking for it in chat. Um, Lee listens to the show on his phone while he's at work, so... Yeah, there's that. You right? Are you are you guys ready for some? <laughs> are you ready for some more disturbing information? I'm telling you guys, if if this doesn't piss you off and make you want to do something, I I really I I just don't know what will. In addition to cessation claims, many e-cigarette companies claim that their products are natural or organic, implying that they are healthier. For example, Velvet Cloud markets its organic all-natural e-liquid and its hand-brewed in micro-batches 
and Nutrisigs, I've never fucking heard of Nutrisigs, promotes its fortified electronic cigarettes that utilize nanograms of proven all-natural USA-made synthetic free ingredients in the advanced delivery method of vapor technology. Examples of such e-cigarettes on the company's website include All-Natural Energy Booster and All-Natural Sleep Aid. E-cigarettes are frequently advertised using doctors as models or spokespersons to imply health benefits. For example, the content analysis of e-cigarette retail websites found that 22% depicted doctors in their ads. This strategy has been used successfully in cigarette advertising since the 1930s to deceive consumers into believing that doctors endorse smoking because it is not only... What? Oh, okay. Into believing that doctors endorse smoking because it is not only not harmful, but also has potential health benefits. E-cigarette advertisements also make other therapeutic claims, including e-cigarettes can help users lose weight, boost energy, or sleep better. Get nutritional and vitamin supplementation and simulate sex. Yep. It says that. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Oh shit. Some e-cigarette companies have even unlawfully placed a FDA logo on their products. And by the way, any of you fuckers out there that are putting a fake ass FDA logo on your shit, you're fucking bottom feeders you're not helping us you're not helping us fucking assholes despite fda issued warnings that sensation that cessation or health claims must not be made manufacturers and sellers of other non-cigarette tobacco products such as snus and moist snuff continue to make such misleading cessation claims for example, SNUS Advertising has made claims that these products may facilitate reduction or cessation of cigarette use. Instead of reducing cigarette use, these claims might encourage dual use of these products and cigarettes. Oh, shut up. You're such a fucking tool. Other ads state that SNUS and Moist Snuff contain natural or organic ingredients, implying that they are therefore more healthful. For example, Copenhagen snus comes in natural pouches. Cans of general snus advertise naturally grown tobacco. And Grizzly advertises premium natural moist snuff. Confusing cessation and the therapeutic claims are made in blogs and social media formats that are especially attractive to youth and young adults and easily evade regulation. I'm... I... I... I, I just... <laughs> I just... So... 
Wait. So let me let me just ask the people in chat. Now, a hot dog is a hot dog, correct? Now, say you've got a ballpark Frank. And a ballpark park Frank, and, and I don't know this to be true. I'm just throwing a name out there to associate. Um, it's it's basically you know hot dogs are pieces parts, okay. Everybody knows that hot dogs are pieces and parts. Now, if your hot dog, your 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 blick together assimilation of pieces and parts comes in a natural casing. Does anybody believe that to be any fucking healthier than any other hot dog? No. You know why? Because we know that that hot dog is still the same pieces and parts as the other one. As a matter of fact, most people realize that a natural casing on a hot dog means a piece of fucking intestine. So there's that. You know, I I really should try to record these shows with a lot less cussing so that I could put them up on YouTube um because I I'm I'm telling you at at this point, I would like to put my shit up on YouTube just so that, you know, maybe some people would would listen to some more of it. Um, and I'm not complaining about the viewership that I have. Um, to, to the bunch of people that come and listen to this show live every week, I absolutely adore you. Thank you for coming and hanging out with me, and I appreciate it. To the hundreds and hundreds of people that listen to this stuff on, on the replays, um, via, whether it is on SoundCloud or iTunes, um, I appreciate all of you, too. Okay. I really do. Um, But, you know, a lot more people need to get pissed off. They really do. A lot more people need to hear this bullshit that they are saying. There is not enough broadcasts that, that talk about all of this absolute misdirection that these assholes with with letters behind their name are are trying to tell people i mean people are not listening this this fucking quack is trying to remove my voice as a consumer He's trying to remove our voice. This is what this is what he is suggesting that they do to us. Think about that. This man influences our government and without our voice against it. We have done nothing but let them steamroll us.
Cessation and therapeutic claims about tobacco products come in many forms in addition to traditional print or mainstream media, including blogs, social media, testimonials, and links to studies or media reports on websites. Some claims are blatant, while others cleverly crafted claims are subtle or veiled. Manufacturers of e-cigarettes or e-liquids often use online blogs as a way to make implicit or explicit cessation claims. And in some cases, such assertions run counter to disclaimers posted on the same website that hosts the blog. For example, the e-liquid retailer Tasty Vapor in Oakland, California, includes the following message at the bottom of its commercial website homepage. The use of PVs, personal vaporizers, are an alternative to smoking traditional cigarettes. Tasty Vapor makes products exclusively for use in PVs. We make no claim that our products are for smoking cessation, nor a cure for smoking nicotine addiction. If you wish to quit smoking or discontinue the use of nicotine-related products, we strongly advise you to consult your personal physician. On the same website, Tasty Vapor posts periodic blog entries, a post dated October 15, 2015, titled Tips on How to Make the Switch, made clear to consumers that vaping products can be used to quit cigarette smoking. This manufacturer-attributed blog post includes numerous implicit claims that vaping can be used to enhance smoking cessation, including you finally decided to do something about your smoking habit, and when making the switch from cigarettes to vaping, it is extremely important to enlist the help of a friend or family member, especially if one of your main goals is to quit smoking. Despite the presence of an explicit disclaimer on the website homepage, the message conveyed from this blog entry clearly constitutes a therapeutic claim regarding e-liquid and e-cigarette products. The content of this blog posting is an example of a claim that would require FDA product registration as a drug. How's that, kids? Are we ready to go on? The placement of e-cigarette and other alternative tobacco products near smoking cessation devices in retail stores also confuses consumers. Another claim related to the use of electronic cigarettes as smoking cessation devices comes from the location where these products are sold. Now, now, all right. Do I need to read that again? This fuckwit. Okay. I'm going to I'm going to read that I'm I'm going to read that again, okay? 
Another claim related to the use of electronic cigarettes as smoking devices comes from the location where these products are sold. E-cigarettes are sometimes sold in the smoking cessation section. Selling these products in convenience stores or in pharmacies under the title smoking cessation sends the message to consumers that these products are effective smoking cessation devices. So, okay, let's, let's muzzle the public. Let's strip away their freedom of speech. Yeah, that's, that's a good fucking idea. Let's, let's just do that. We can do that. We'll just give the FDA the authority to strip it away. The FDA... A non-elected branch of the government, not branch, um, a non, a non, oh fuck, I'm so pissed off I can't even, this isn't, and this isn't the first time I read this yet, okay, so this is how mad this makes me every fucking time I read it, and, and if you know my friends, you can figure out which of my wonderful friends said, here, you should read this. Uh, <clears throat> so, not only is he trying to strip away our freedom of speech as consumers, he now wants to dictate where a store can place a legal product in their store. Yep, that's what he wants. Cessation and therapeutic claims influence adolescent, adult, and older adult smokers, misrepresentations about the supposed benefits and relative harms, risks, and addictive properties of e-cigarettes and other cigarette products. As stated by the proposed rule, the FD&C Act defines drug, in relevant part, as an article intended either 1. For use in the diagnosis, cure, mitigation, treatment, or prevention of disease. Alternative tobacco products implicit and explicit claims that these devices can be used as a smoking cessation device sends the message that they can cure or treat cigarette addiction or cigarette use and thereby prevent smoking-related disease. Accordingly, the FDA has long considered claims related to smoking cessation in the context of curing or treating nicotine addiction and its symptoms to be within the FDA's disease-prong jurisdiction. Smoking cessation would be the intended use of alternative tobacco products and therefore it should be regulated as a medical product, not as a tobacco product. As requested in the in the draft FDA rule, we looked to any relevant source, 
including but not limited to the products, labeling, promotional claims, and advertising. To guide this comment and keeping in mind that the FDA is not bound by the manufacturer or distributor's subjective claims of intent. Product claims outlined in this comment are consistent with the claims that the FDA has stated would classify products under the disease prong, therefore making them subject to regulation as drugs or devices. Treatment of tobacco dependence, wean yourself off nicotine for those who wish to quit smoking, stop smoking aid, prevent relapse, or stay quit. Now, again, seeing as the FDA is now decided that sugar needs to be under the gun, and they're spending all kinds of money on fu- Okay, let me let me say that correctly. Since the FDA is now wasting a lot of money on studies, and you know because they think we need to have the percentage of your daily recommended allowance of sugar listed in a percent on fucking labels. Let me ask you this, guys. If if he is, uh, if this is what he's saying about nicotine right now, is sugar going to be the next thing that he says this about? Why are sugar substitutes not considered a drug? You know why they're not considered a drug? Because they're not a fucking drug. They're not a fucking drug. That's why. You jackass. E-cigarettes, in my personal opinion, as a consumer, are to tobacco cigarettes... The same as sugar substitutes are to sugar. Neither one should be regulated as a drug. Now... To put that in some simpler terms, bag balm has been known for years to help heal a cut. 
to draw out slivers. Does that make it a medical device? No, it does not. It is not up to Stanton Glantz or the FDA to tell me what I can and cannot do every day. What I should be allowed to have and what I should be allowed to fucking say. But this is what they are attempting. The FDA is not an organization that we vote for. Yet these ass clowns are, have been allowed to dictate our fucking lives. Somebody has to try to stop it. And I get that we are only a small portion of the population. I understand that and I know that. But everything starts somewhere. Influenced by manufacturers and sellers' unsubstantiated marketing messages that make cessation and therapeutic claims about e-cigarettes and other non-cigarette tobacco products, many people use these products to, to try to stop smoking. In a nationally representative sample... Holy fuck, are you kidding me? All right, this is the... <laughs> <laughs> A nationally representative sample of 1,836 current or recently former smokers collected in November of 2011. Does this idiot not fucking realize that 2011 is like generations ago in vaping? No, obviously not. Because his four-year-old information is, is relevant. Peckerhead. Uh, 36% of smokers reported trying an alternative tobacco product, loose leaf chewing tobacco, moist snuff, snus, dissolved tobacco, or e-cigarettes, and those who intended to quit smoking were more likely to have used these products. However, despite claims that these products may aid in smoking cessation, the smokers were not more likely to report successful quit attempts. A quantitative study of smokers who tried snus found that although some tried snus thinking of it as a way to reduce or quit smoking, found that all those... Oh, Christ, I started reading the same line again. Sorry, I'm, I'm pissed. I'm, I'm so pissed, I can't even follow along with the writing. Uh, some smokers actually found that the product reinforced their preference for smoking. 
and they did not actually find it to be an acceptable cessation aid. Well, no shit, because you know what, dude? Chewing tobacco is was not going to make me quit smoking. I'm just saying. That's kind of stating the obvious. But then again, you know, considering that their their stop smoking, their approved stop smoking cessation aids have only worked in what 2.7% of the fucking time. Yeah, I don't see as where they've got a really good batting average either, you fucking quack. Two clinical trials did not find any evidence of higher smoking cessation rates among smokeless tobacco such as NUS and users compared to non-users. I can't read any more about that. I can't read any more about that 2011 study because it that just annoys the piss out of me. And these are the, you know, in 2011, I mean, we are talking about most of the products on the market at the time were Sigalites. They were Sigalikes. They were 510 mini sticks. Um, and we were using pyramid tea bags and straw, stir straws and everything else to try to get this piece of shit equipment to work so that we would be able to stay off of cigarettes. And a lot of us did. A lot of us did. January the 8th, guys. January the 8th, I will have not smoked a cigarette in six years. I never in my life thought I would be able to say that. But I can. And those useless products in 2011 did get me off of cigarettes. But it was work. A focus study group study uh, a focus group study conducted in October of 2013 through January of 2014 with 90 older smokers 45 years or older revealed that older smokers are using e-cigarettes in increasing numbers those exposed to e-cigarette advertisements were more likely to perceive e-cigarettes as one an effective cessation aid because they are yet fucking idiot two having less risk than cigarettes um yeah, my lungs are clear as a bell. Thank you very much. And three, a way to deal with no smoking laws. Well, yeah, there's that too. Yeah, 90. 90 people was his study. 90 people. I'm still, you got to go back to the other one though. I mean, it, and it's no less. I mean, we're talking about 1,836 current or former current smokers was a national representative sample. Really? No. We have more people than that in the fucking DIY group. Oh, and by the way, of the 6,000 members in the DIY group, all of them are there because they like flavors. All of them are grown-ass adults. In a 2014 cross-sectional national online survey of 555 older smokers, mean age of 57, the participants reported exposure to tobacco ads online in print, on TV and radio, and point of sale. The majority of the anti-tobacco messages seen were about the risk of cigarette use, and the majority of pro-tobacco messages were advertisements for e-cigarettes. In this sample, 
of older smokers, prevalence of the last 30-day dual use of e-cigarettes and cigarettes was 24.3%. A prevalence of the last 7-day dual use was 16.6%. This sample believed that e-cigarettes are not a tobacco product, 41.2%, and have no tar, 55.5%. Are safer than cigarettes, 61.9%, are not addictive, 25.1%, and are helpful for people to quit cigarettes, 63.7%. To prevent these misconceptions caused by advertising that promotes e-cigarettes as harm reduction and smoking cessation aids, cigarettes should be regulated as drugs. Really? Really? Are you kidding me? Really? Is he completely and totally fucking delusional? In a 2015 national survey in which adults 45 years or older, current and former smokers, quit less than five years ago, were asked how likely they were to try an e-cigarette for the first time in the next six months, one in ten agreed that it was likely that they would try an e-cigarette with flavor and with or without nicotine. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Of the 555 current smokers, 187 used e-cigarettes to try to quit cigarettes. Of the 187, 67 of them were able to fully quit cigarettes, but continued to use e-cigarettes. And they continued to use cigarettes for a mean of 4.7 months after quitting cigarettes. Of those 187, only 6 reported being cigarette-free now, and only 2 out of the 187 reported being both cigarette and e-cigarette-free. Well, that's because it's about harm reduction, not elimination. People forget that. Um, they they want it. They want to discount that. And and as far as and as far as dual use, everybody knows my opinion on dual use. It's it's widely known that I am a proponent of dual use. Um, my mother, my mother is a dual user. Okay, Um, when my mother is around me, my mother uses her e-cig so as not to offend me. When my mom is around my dad, my mom uses her e-cig to not offend my dad. When my mom is not around my dad or I, my mom smokes because my mother has smoked since she was 11 years old. She is going on 70. She has smoked all of her life.
She doesn't want to quit smoking. She has never wanted to quit smoking. She is never going to quit smoking. But you know what? She got an e-cig when my dad said, hey, it helped Jeannie. So my mother, instead of subjecting my father and I to her cigarette smoke, which she could still do, because I sure as hell am not going to, my mother might only be five foot tall and a hundred pounds. Let me tell you what. My mother is a scary bitch when she is mad. I am smart enough to know I am still afraid of my mother. My mother can whip your ass with a flip-flop and make it feel like she smacked you with a board, okay? My mother is full-blooded Italian. You do not piss with this woman. I was raised, my mother used to have said over and over and over again, I can't even tell you the amount of times in my life I've heard my mother say, there is a real thin line between fear and respect. I don't care what side of that line you're on, as long as you're on it. So, if my mother wanted to light up a cigarette, I am going to be the last person on the planet to say, you shouldn't do that. It's pretty embarrassing to get beat up by an old lady in public. Just just telling you. My mother, my now and don't get me wrong, my mother, I absolutely adore my mother. My mother is my best friend. I absolutely love my mother to the ends of the earth. But I'm not pissing her off. Just saying. They are demonizing dual use. The fact that somebody is smoking less cigarettes is not a bad thing. It's less cigarettes. It's less cigarettes. Come on. Adolescent smokers are especially vulnerable to cessation and therapeutic claims in tobacco product marketing and and misperceive the supposed benefits and underestimate the relative harms, risks, and addictive properties of e-cigarettes and other non-cigarette products. And I'm skipping this because I... Uh, do I really want to... Yeah, alright. Fine, Margo. Fine, Margo. I'll talk about the kids. Here we go. Save the children.
Adolescents may be particularly vulnerable to unsubstantiated health claims in tobacco product marketing. Adolescents are exposed to both professional advertisements and peer-to-peer messaging about e-cigarettes. They reported being exposed to tobacco ads both online and in print, as well as on TV, radio, and at point of sale. Further, they report mostly seeing ads for the risks of cigarette use, whereas they are exposed to more advertisements regarding the benefits of using e-cigarettes. Similarly, adolescents are more likely to report forward me- forwarding forward messages they receive they see regarding the risk of cigarettes and e-cigarettes, but post the benefits of e-cigarettes more than cigarettes. This section describes several studies of adolescents that demonstrate how cessation I I can't I can't I really just can't. I can't you guys I can't I'm I, that one sends me right through the fucking roof every time I read it. Um, you want to know what people here, you want to save a kid from e-cigs. You want to save a child from cigarettes. You want to save a child from snus or chewing tobacco or alcohol dependency or drug use. Be a fucking parent. Talk to your kids about this. Talk to your children. Be a parent. Don't let the fucking Xbox be your child's guardian. I do not need Stanton Glance or the FDA telling me how I should raise my children. Parents need to be parents. Okay, guys, um, I can't read any more of this, but I'll tell you what. If, if anybody wants to read all of this, um, I'll, I'll post it on my, on my Facebook page and I'll post it on the show page. Um, if you don't Facebook um, and you want to read this document, send me an email, genievapes at gmail.com. Um, or Margo just put the, the, put a link into it. Um, I, I, I can send you this. It's really, really disturbing guys. It is seriously 29 pages of really disturbing shit. Twenty nine pages. Now, I'm sorry that I pissed everybody off for the evening. But I really thought you needed to hear it. Because I know a lot of people wouldn't read through 
all of this. Oh, hold on just a second, guys. 417, hi, who's this? It's me. <laughs> and yes, this did need to be said. Um, within basically a week's time, Kansas City bought into every bit of this crap. Uh, their city council allowed for no public comment. As of this evening, the legal age to vape is raised to 21. There is no vaping in public. You are not allowed to vape in a vape shop unless that shop is a disconnected structure or you have a special ventilation system in the building to vent the toxic fumes from the antifreeze ingredients. Huh? One. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, no. I, I, I listened to this as it was going down. This is what the city council in Kansas City did this evening. Um, there was actually one council member that stood up in they yeah this this flew there there were three referendums on this and they all three flew with flying colors through after like a week's notice that it was happening one member stood up and said i support this because it bothers me that a 12-year-old can sit in the back of a classroom with something that looks like an ink pen and use it, and the teacher doesn't know it. Um, so in the span of two minutes, I observed an entire city council that had been brainwashed by all this crap. It's toxic antifreeze. We're killing children. We're raising the age to 21, even though they can go and die for our country at the age of 18. I am beyond livid. Um, people have been sitting on their ass for too long not doing anything about this. You need to hear this, folks, because guess what? Everyone else is. And it's not going to work to our advantage. Did your husband did, did your husband walk in and ask you what you were cussing about when you read this? He was actually at work. Um, God love him, but he did get a phone call, and when he answered the phone. <clears throat> The language that was, I've calmed down a whole lot. The language that was flying out of my mouth was beyond pale. And it's like, well, I guess your family will fucking come visit us from now on, won't they? Uh, because we go to Kansas City a lot. We have family up there. Um, the last time we went up, there were restaurants that were happy to let people vape. That They didn't allow smoking. Nope. Some... Good aunts blew into town, got a hold of the right people, slammed the entire city council, and literally, 
I think from start to finish, it was a 14-day period. Everything went from being offline and good and lovely to, guess what, pack it up and get the fuck out of town in two weeks. Well, and, and you know, really... So don't what... think it can't happen. It can. And this is before the FDA, who is so near and dear to all of our hearts, and they're there to protect us from all the evil things in the world. Oh, gee, that's why there's so many drug recalls happening all the time. Um, but you, this is before any federal crap starts flying from the sky, which is going to happen soon, guys. This is just one city in the country that did this in a two-week period. Don't think this crap is not being spread to people who don't know. You must get out there. You must educate people on the truth of the situation. I'm convinced that somebody went in and told them that we were using ethylene glycol instead of propylene glycol. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm still beyond livid, but uh, I've calmed down immensely. So now, when you started reading this, it's like, oh, what perfect timing! <laughs> you just calmed down and pissed you off again. <laughs> it, it's like that kind of fits in with the way things have been flying around here lately. You know, and so, and he, and here is the thing. I don't. I am not a. I am involved in advocacy. Okay, I I am involved in advocacy. I am not involved in advocacy to the, to anywhere near the extent that a lot of people are. And and when I say a lot, I I it's not really a lot because there's really very few that there's a handful that belong that, on a pedestal. Yeah. Um, I was, oh my, oh my God, Dave Dorn is on Facebook. Dave, David Dorn is on Facebook now and David Dorn accepted my friend request on Facebook and, and holy shit. He's like the Greg, he's the Greg Conley in the UK. Oh yeah. 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 I, 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 so, so the, the, the lawyer rock star advocate Greg Conley, um, accepted my friend request a long time ago so thank you greg but now now i have your now i have you know the the uk version uh dave dorn accepted dave dorn um accepted my friend request on facebook and and yes people i am i am such a sad and pathetic excuse for an old lady that it absolutely made my week and um yeah dave dorn um is actually on facebook now and and i want to send him a message and tell him you know, thank you for being the rock star that you are. And because I tell Greg all the time, every time I get the opportunity to talk to Greg, I tell Greg how amazing I think he is and, and the work that he does is. Um, but I'm like, you know, that probably just freak him out. So I won't. So I'll, I'll, I'll leave him alone. And I'll just be in my little glory because Dave Dorn accepted my friend request on Facebook. Well, I just sent him one, so hopefully <laughs> I'll be in that privileged little... Yes. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, these people are out there all the time. I don't, I don't expect everybody, um, they to, do a lot of stuff on their own dime too. Yeah. 
I I don't expect everybody to be an advocate like them. I don't expect everybody to be involved in advocacy the way I am. But I really would like for everybody to be involved in something, to do something, to not sit and wait for somebody to do it for you. Um, even even with with CASA, you know, with with HR twenty fifty eight. All people had to do was it couldn't be easier. Fill in their name. I mean, it was it was a series of like six clicks, maybe. You yeah, know, and if it you have be easier. And if you have autofill in your in your browser, which Jan has a connection fit about, it was even less than that. Um but it will consume thirty seconds of your life. Look at how few people took part in that. Mm-hmm. Greg put up a post the other day that I mean they're talking about once this, once they finalize this regulation, that flavors will be gone in six months. Yeah. Um, anybody selling flavored, which is kind of a little bit of a misnomer, um, because even tobacco and menthol are an an additive flavor to mm-hmm. what we're doing. Um, six months. Yep. And I'm willing to bet there's very few of us out there that have actually fla- vaped what I call naked juice. Well, Alex Clark is now. I do it when I have flavor issues. It's not bad, but let me tell you, it's not my root beer either. Um, yeah, there's, there's a lot of things that if people don't start speaking up, um, personally, I think that if you are a vapor and you don't at the very least contact your congressman regarding this, that you don't care if you have this privilege or not anymore. I think if you are a vendor or a shop owner and that you haven't gotten involved in this, you don't care if you have a business or not anymore. That one's still, that's another topic that's a hard one for me to wrap my head around, but that's neither here nor there. Um, you've got to speak up because no one's going to do it for you. And if for no other reason, if you know one person, just one person that smokes, that would like to one day maybe try to stop, realize you're taking that option away from them by not saying anything. I was going to mention this and and this, hold on, we got somebody else on the phone too. Hold on. Hi, 503, who's this? Hey, Jamie. Hi, Lee. Jamie, this is Lee. I got one more thing. I, I want to forward you an e- email over me talking to our congressman here in Oregon. And Love you, Lee. very explicitly went right through, and it was our advocacy group. I did not form this email. Our advocacy group created this awesome damn email, and I got a reply back from him. I'm sorry the bill failed. We wanted to really save the children. 
That's the response I got back. Not one thing other than what I said was stated. We have got the worst laws here in Oregon that you could possibly ever imagine, inhalant devices, pretty much everything. I mean, we're, we're at the top ten of the list. We can't fight these guys because every time we find one guy to help us, he gets shut down because they defund him on his projects that he wants to do. That's where a lot of our problems are. And I bet you that's a lot of problems all around. But I'd like to forward you this email so you can play it on the air and you can see exactly who it is and everything. You don't have to say the name of the person, but you'll see the stuff that we're getting fought against ourselves, even trying to make a response to try to fight legislation. Please, go ahead and send it to me, Link. So I'll forward you that, I'll forward you that tonight after I get off work. It'll probably be about 5 or 6 o'clock in the morning. So. Okay. Anyway, I'm going to get back off. I'm, I'm just, you got me up on the offer tonight, and I'm not happy. Well, I'll make, well I'm going to talk about some happy stuff after this. And hats uh, off to you, Lee. I wish everyone was being as active as you were because maybe a lot of the lies that are out there now wouldn't be as prevalent as they are because you are out there doing your part. You know, the worst thing about it is, is I went down to the advocacy group here in Oregon down there at the uh, get-together where we're all talking to our congressman, and Greg Connolly was there. Yeah, he's a pretty cool guy. Met him. Met the Enjoy people. Um, 99.9% of the time that I was there, and that's one of the reasons why I keep asking you about this one juice that I want to make because I don't want to buy from the vendor. Everybody was doing too much business and sales and transactions rather than listening to the people speaking on the board. There was massive people there talking. I overheard it, and I tried to get free advertisement for people in this area because I was trying to expand my app, saying, hey, I'll do some advertising for you. And everybody shut me down immediately because I'm not actually physically selling the juice or I'm not making the juice. It was nothing to do with really advocacy. I was so disappointed when I left there. And this is really the first time I've said this because I was so disappointed. It was like a waste of my day. I thought we were going down there to fight. But in reality, what I felt it was was a bigger convention to sell more juice to meet up with vendors, to meet up with store owners, and it was nothing to do with fighting advocacy. It was, every other sentence was, yeah, I got this wonderful blend I've got coming. Anyway, uh, put me back on hold, please. Okay. I got to get to work. Okay. Okay, so... Lee if, you're, Lee, if you're listening, I know that that happens a lot of times. You need to know in your heart that what you did was right and good, and don't feel bad about it. What's our good news for the week, Margo? Um, Thanksgiving's next week. No, no, no. Oh. Island. <gasps> That's right, and I'm going to send you some stuff for that because... You do very good at making sure that no, I people don't. who really need stuff get stuff. No, I get, I get, I get scammed as much as anybody. But okay, so the good news is I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna throw, I'm gonna throw the link into chat to uh, the Island of Lost Mods 
Um, the Island of Lost Mods is open again. Um, it opened up on the 15th of November. The Island of Lost Mods will only be open until the 15th of December. Um, if you are a regular to the show, you know what the Island of Lost Mods is. Um, if you're not a regular to the show or you're a new listener to the show, I will tell you the Island of Lost Mods is a Facebook group um, where if if somebody has a device or e-liquid or whatever around, anything vaping, um, DIY kits and stuff like that, um, if you have it and you're not using it and you would like to find a home for this where it would be put to good use, you can put up a post of what you have that you would like to give. Um, you can either have people comment on that post or you can have people PM you. Um, anybody that is in need of that or would like it um, can get get with you about it and you choose who you want to give it to. Um, and it's as simple as that. Um, it's basically a vape it forward. And, and I have to tell you that so far this year, we, we have had some wonderful, wonderful, wonderful things put up. It to, started out with quite the bang. Yeah. Um, I, I was impressed. I started it out um, with a mod that was sent to me specifically for the island. I have, I have another mod from the same person to go out. Um, and it was a DNA 40. And um, next thing you know, there's a there's a provari up, and I, was I mean, say, I saw provari up there, and yeah, yeah, we, there's some very nice, generous people out there. Th- there really are, and and I don't, you know, and here's the thing, guys, it doesn't matter if it's a box of cartomizers or a box of pro tank coils, um, if you're not using it, somebody out there can. That's and right. and it's not necessarily the person that gives you the biggest um, story about why they're in desperate need. Um, it doesn't even have to be that. You you just you know, it's completely up to your discretion of who you send this to. Um, and if and if you guys if you know somebody out there that's in need, somebody that's down to one device, because we all know you must have a backup. You know what? Go. Join the island. Look at the island because I I promise you that there is enough stuff in there and enough people that are are more than ready and willing to help somebody out. Okay, um, we did limit it to a month this year. Um, last Which year, I think is good. Yeah, last year it got a little out of hand um, and. And we shut it down. I mean, this is, it's not, it's not a, it's not a, a full-time gimme thing. It's, it's just not. Um, we figured, the admins figured that, um, the admins figured that a month was, was enough time for us to be able to, um, take time to administrate this group and to do some good things and, and create a little bit of Christmas cheer um, because I promise you anybody out there that, that needs something and gets it in there, we will have made their day. Okay. Um, 
yeah, the island is is something that that I really enjoy. And and go figure, I'm involved in another group that that tries to help people. I'm 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 a sucker for a feel good story, I guess. Um, but yeah, so the island is open again. Um, it will only be open till the fifteenth of December. I am very thankful for all the people that that donate and give, and I am very also very thankful for all of the people that come in there and um, end up with something that they can use. And yeah, I'm I'm grateful for for that. That that makes me happy. So it's yeah. a good group. And I think that's about that's about all I got this week, guys. So yeah, um, I. I raised your blood pressure through the roof. Um, I'm sorry. I'm not. No, I take that back. I'm not sorry. Um, if I raised, you need your, to know this, guys. Yeah, if I raised your blood pressure through the roof, um, I did what I wanted to do. That's it. Talk to you next week. <laughs>